Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update for everything that's happening in the Rocket Fuel community. So it's Monday and it's October 10th and um, let's have a quick look at what we talked about on Friday. So we had the Rocket Pool in was in the Daily Gway. We had more info about Eigenlayer and more discussion around that. Uh, we talked about how the ODAO could hurt Rocket Pool as well as the PDAO. Um, we need more node operators. That was true on Friday. That's still true now. Calderon, um might run for the GMC. We're going to be talking about that. Maybe I will too, but I'm not exactly sure yet. Um, we had 69.420 um, nodes in smoothing pool, percent of nodes in the smoothing pool. So that was nice. Um, there was a hack on Binance Smart Chain and Celsius put everyone's names on the internet. So that was Friday. So today we've got a jam-packed episode full of a whole lot of things. The first thing is this um, update from the team who have arrived in Bogota and have started meeting up with people. So here we have um, people from the team and enjoying some drinks and a meal in Bogota and they're all out there. So that's really nice to see. We're already getting um, snippets of information of things that are going to happen out there. As you can see, there's a whole bunch of events scheduled for out there. So bi-weekly Bogota special, DevCon uh, promoting small stakers, um, how to build decentralized something or other, and does it make sense, something or other as well. So there's at least three events taking place from Bogota, uh, three events and a fourth like uh, special chat. So that's really nice to see. So yeah, the teams at DevCon is really great. In other news, we had the grants and bounties management committee the gmc hit quorum so we got five thousand votes in support of that so that means that is now official policy of the pdao and um, the next steps is to put together the committee and people i guess will volunteer themselves and that will go to a vote so that's full steam ahead now with the with the grants and bounties management committee so that's really exciting to see um, as I said, um, I might put my name forward for it. I still haven't decided yet, but if I do, um, I'm sure it's going to be fun. So let's have a look next. So talking about uh, management committees, here we have a report, the first report from the IMCs, which is the Incentive Management Committee. And if we go to the forum, we can see Valdorf wrote this post. He says, as IMC treasurer, I'm supposed to publish perspective budgets and retrospective reports in each period. This is the first retrospective report. To follow along, please look at the dashboard. At, and then there's a Dune Analytics dashboard. And shout out to Dr. Worm and Sleety. Um, and um, so how are we looking? They said we saw a doubling in the order size you can place with a 1% impact, about 5,265 ETH at the end of the period. So what does this mean? So if you, um, it, it means how much um, our ETH can you sell and only impact the price on slippage by 1%. So right now that's, well, it might be a bit more than this now, but 5,265 ETH you'd have to sell to get 1% of slippage movement, which is absolutely fantastic. And that's doubled from before the incentives started. Total liquidity has gone from 14,400 to 21,300 at the end of the period with the vast majority of these gains coming on balancer where we've been incentivizing. We saw some improvement in our peg early, then since the merge hit, our market has been tracking the burn mint very closely. Good stuff. We significantly underspent our budget by about 2,000 RPL. This is because we didn't get a 
concentrated liquidity trial off the ground, nor did we do to get any, nor did we get any, get to do any co-incentives that we had hoped. Uh, just to set expectations, do not change, do not expect changes this big next period. We're going to be largely maintaining with little additions or variations. If you want the full details um, down to transaction hashes, head to the and then there's a tab to the Google Sheet. So thank you, Valdo, for putting that information together. It's great that the uh, IMC's uh, impact was so drastic so quickly. Um, I really hope once, you know, I, I'm hoping carries on the way is, of course, Valdo's like, you know, tempering our expectations, saying um, from now on, it'll more about, more about, more be about stability rather than huge growth. So that's good to see. Um, we had this post from RK who said, looking ahead to um, LEB8, um, LEB8s, if I convert over from a current 16 ETH mini pool to two LEB8s, my RPL per mini pool goes down by 2x by half, and the required goes up from 1.6 ETH to 2.4 ETH. So essentially, I need to be over 30% RPL staked. And Marceau says, correct. And Zero says, that sounds about right about 10% collateralization to 30% collateralization. And RK says, thanks, I just added a couple of mini pools and now I'm below 150%. So I think I'm thinking of adding RPL to get closer to 150% before the next rewards period, before the wall is exhausted, but wanted to plan ahead for LEB eights. So um, this actually started off a really good discussion about uh, the collateral and about going down to LEB fours and maybe eventually down to LEB twos and um, about how many more validators we would and wouldn't need. So each 16 ETH that is deposited now into the, sorry, each 16 ETH now that is put forward as a node operator, their 16 ETH now mints um, 16 R ETH. However, with LEB eights, that would go up to, um, each 16 ETH from the node operator would be minting 48 R ETH. So it's a 300% increase, like a 3X increase in the how effective it is at um, getting R ETH onto the market. Uh, LEB fours, that will be even more drastic. So it'll be, um, just give me one second, I can work this out. 28. Yeah, for each 16 ETH that the node operator puts forward, we'll be able to lift 112 um, 112 RETH, which is absolutely amazing. Um, so I, I don't think, you know, we'd need to go much further than that. Um, and then, uh, zero says, I think we'll still need more validators, even at four. So, um, this is a really good discussion where people were talking about the mix between, um, RPL collateralization and LEBs and all that good stuff that's going to be happening. And we're hoping that it will be, by the end of the year or beginning of next year, um, hopefully before withdrawals go live on the Ethereum main chain. So next we have this post from um, Valdorf who was replying to denum.eth saying, asking when enforcement was going to happen for MEV opt-in. And then Joe replied by saying phase two is now in testing and so far so good. So what's phase two? Let's have a quick reminder. It says in phase two, um, MEV boost is enabled by default for all node operators. Node operators can elect to use one or more of the trusted relays listed above, but cannot use a custom untrusted relay. 
Node operators that choose to opt out of MAV boost must do so explicitly before starting the smart node. This phase is estimated to begin October 2022, so we're on track for that now. And then once that's out and everything is set, then we'll be going to phase three, which is when everyone will be required to run at least one um, relay. So that's really good to see. Next, we have this comment from, uh, like this post on the governance forum by Marceau. He says, should we build a new community-led website? I'd like to gauge community sentiment on whether or not it's appropriate or beneficial for the community to build an alternative website presence to rocketpool.net. This is largely an extension of the thread by Noshua. Can rocketpool.net be open source? Some background, we've had solid, solid community efforts in terms of branding and build webs, website building, notably from Sleety, Coop.eth, and cclever.eth. You can see examples of these here, here, and here. There's also strong community interest in getting an open source website for transparency and community contributions and an alternative front end for the official site for decentralization. And then Marceau lists some pros and cons. Exa example being, you know, we can improve our web presence. We can get community uh, contributions, uh, take some burden off the team to focus on other work, help contribute to a healthy decentralized community on protocol. And .fi is much better than .net. And that's Marceau's opinion. And negative is this may duplicate effort. It may introduce new security lists, risks if we're not careful, and uh, it may create branding confusion if we diverge from the official branding too much. So um, the question is, yes, we should do this. No, it's not worth it. An overwhelming response is 91% people say, yes, we should do this. And 9% uh, people say, no, we shouldn't. And Marcel follows up by saying, to be specific, I registered the rocketpool.fi website over the summer and currently have it pointed to a GitHub pages repo that could take pull requests from the community. GitHub insufficiently bullish Rocketpool5. Uh, we could, we could um, potentially build on this to make a new GitHub, new web presence. In particular, I'd like to get the team's take on this idea and then um, Marcel tagged uh, tag team members. Would you support it? takes steps the distance, sit, endorse it, what, what would you say? And then community members replied overwhelmingly saying that it has their support and they're in favor of it. Some tentatively, some overtly, like strongly in favor of it. Um, and, you know, it's already got a good uh, discussion going on, which is fantastic to see. So if you have any opinions about that, please go into the governance forum and drop in your ideas there. I'm sure they'll be well received. Next, we have this post from Ramana, who um, talked about, um, we mentioned last week on Rocket Fuel, talking about how they're working on an ARB contract. If the deposit pool is full and there's a big premium, um, you can potentially mint and sell RETH. No, start your node and mint RETH within the same block from the you know 16 ETH that that takes up and then sell that to get a nice little bonus back. So, um, Ramana says, I implemented uh, a rocket pool, uh, deposit pool ARP contract today, very untested. I did it to get a run and development main net fork though. Um, I'll probably test it properly in Goli tomorrow or next week. Comments welcome. And then there's a link to GitHub. And um, we had some really good discussion that came up around this. So let me see if I can find Oh no, actually, let me just skip to the next tab because I'm actually prepared this time. So Ramana goes on to say some thoughts about the deposit pool ARB because he could easily add balancer two as an alternative to Uniswap. Is that worthwhile? Probably don't want to find, probably don't want to find the best deal in the 
in the contract though keep it simple and instead leave it to the user to pick their pool as implemented everyone anyone could use this to arb the deposit pool provided it's got space for 16 eth with a free flash loan probably going to be my capital is that fine or should we charge for it and eg send a small fee to the smoothing pool of course when the deposit pool is full only a mini pool depositor can do it uh, maybe the eth amount should be customizable in, in anticipation of less eth bonded pools um, i have no idea about gas optimization i should look into that next and then marceau gives some feedback says seems fine to do just one inch i'd keep it simple yeah i don't know about this and that's point number two uh about uh people who kind of can't arbit i don't know about this honestly i'd rather see this driven by the bounty program where they could reward your work also put up the 16 eth i suppose there should be an option to redeem the balance if when this contract is made obsolete yeah, all the more reason for number two to be worthwhile. And then Wanda says, please don't provide the capital yourself. The PDAO can do it. And this actually led up to a really good discussion where people were talking back and forth about it and different ideas and how it would work. And eventually it led to uh, Maso tagging Kane, who's one of the developers at Rocketpool. And he's just curious to hear your thoughts on this. The point here is that it's important for node operators to be able to capture the ARB trades for premium, mini pool creation and discount mini pool withdrawal in order to properly defend the areth peg as such it would i would suggest that we should integrate this arb capture directly into the mini pool creation withdrawal process so it's fairly accessible by everyone not just mev bots makes sense to tightly integrate this into the cli and smart contracts for max fairness ramana is starting to build out the premium arb here and then there's a link to the github uh, in my opinion in a perfect world this would just happen seamlessly by the protocol where it would just cl claim that profit if it exists and tight technical integration into the protocol and then Kane I think came back and responded but I don't have that comment here it's somewhere but this is a really great discussion that you should go and check oh here's Kane he says I agree with you on the importance especially on the withdrawal side for the node operator withdrawing to receive the R profit as it aligns incentives correctly to maintain the peg otherwise there isn't an incentive to withdraw validators even if the market price of ETH was significantly lower than the ratio I like Waldorf's idea stabilizing the soft peg um, have I missed further discussion on this and then you know there's there's more discussion on that so definitely go and check that out if you can um i think you'd really like reading that it's very informative another thing is Valdorf started this thread below trading um called rocket pool effectiveness thread and so it turns out that a lot of the rocket pool um nodes are doing pretty badly in terms of their effectiveness rate and you know how they're uh, accruing awards so it says just looked on rocket pool sorry rated.network dot and then the rocket pool page for that using seven day check you know some some really big pools so this pool is 2.5 percent of the, of the whole of rocket pool and it's got 90 percent um uh, effectiveness rate uh, this one's 2.1 percent it's got 88 percent effectiveness rate and this one is 0.31 percent of the pool and has a uh, 28 percent effectiveness rate which is absolutely terrible and you know Valdov goes on to say this is actually costing our ETH rewards and um, and there's a discussion coming up about how we can try to improve that and this kind of goes on to what uh, Rocket Luke was saying last week as well about trying to get people to be more effective and how this is uh, something that would help people a lot with potentially not too much work um, so it's really good to see that you know these discussions have started and if you want to get part, take part in that, then that's taking place under uh, trading on 
um, it's a it's a thread called RP effective effectiveness thread under trading. So go ahead and check that out. Next, <laughs> we have this nice comment from Marceau. He says, I'm hosting a $2,000 RPL party at Marceau Island, summer of 2024, nudity required. So this is kind of a joke about Marceau buying an island when RPL reaches $2,000. Um, of course, at $2,000, Marceau will be a very, 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 very rich man, which is really, I'm really happy for him. And we'll all be rich people, hopefully by then. Um, and I always have joked that I'm going to build a little shack on the edge of the island and call it the whack shack so joke says George says now the whack shack makes sense and um plenty of time to practice being in being nude at a party so this was actually like a really nice little uh like it really was a fun way of uh, people like to, kind of being bullish right and talking about what it might look like and how it might go and um how we're all gonna party with Maso. uh i made the suggestion that we should set up a like a a rocket pool conference where everybody comes and meets up if um, the price is above $500 at a certain date. Um, hopefully that will work out. But um, at the moment, sorry, I couldn't find that comment. So it's there somewhere. But um, we'll, we'll do something like that. That should be fun. I think like spending 10 or 15 RPL tokens on a really nice trip somewhere, all of us together would actually be really great. So um, that's something to look forward to as well. But um, I'll see you all at Marcel's Island, which would be really great. Okay, so Sleety um, shared shared some logos. He said, fired up Illustrator and made several rocket, pool, rocket sketches based on Ethereum's logo and a concept implementation. Thumbs up or thumbs down. So um, we have these really beautiful logos that you can see here. Um, they're kind of like rockety and diamondy and they look really good. And then it's got um, like the rocket rocketpool.fi logo with like a color colored version of the logo that looks really cool. Um, the community was very happy with this. It got lots and lots of positive emojis and um, it really like <laughs> started up a nice discussion. And I think um, people are really, really happy about some of the branding stuff that Sleet is doing and that's happening in the community and like kind of excited about this rocket fire thing taking off. Um, if you have a look, there's like, um, oh, and then other people got involved as well. Like, um, let me see here, like Dougie.eth, uh, kind of made some, some designs as well that looked really good. And, um, I think people were just getting really excited about it. I think, uh, it's something that definitely makes sense. This logo looks particularly good if you can see on the video and, um, yeah, I think uh, they're kind of like inspired by like the NASA stuff and space stuff and it works really well. So good job, Sleety, as always, like your artwork is beautiful and I'm really excited to see how it look on RocketFi, RocketPool.Fi. Oh, and this is like working on marketing strategy for 2023. And then there's that logo that we just talked about and this is RocketPool, get in loser, stake with us and not Lido for fuck's sake, <laughs> so FFS. <laughs> so that's really, and this is up only in the corner. It's just a really nice artwork. It looks really cool. And like I always say, like Sleety's wonderful. So that's really great to see. Okay, so this is like, I'm doing one last reminder, but it's already too late. So last call, 32 people are registered for the Rocket Pool Chess Tournament. And it's open now, for registration for a few more hours. However, as of recording, the registration is closed and I'm already making moves in my games. And, um, 
it's it's nice that the tournament is ongoing. Um, tennis tennismvp.eth went on to share an audience link, so you can just go and like watch some of the games. But I'm sorry, I can't find that right now. So it's there somewhere. I think like after a few hours after the the post that I just mentioned. But um, that's definitely something for you to check out. Like it, I think it's a really cool community thing. So I have 10 games of chess going on right now. I have to make one move a day minimum and some of them have already made like 10 moves. So um, that's gonna be really exciting. Next, we had this um, comment from me kind of linking to the ultrasound.money website and the idea that was happening over the weekend with the, with the Zen crypto burn. I said, it's amazing to see how quickly the issuance we've had since the merge is getting eaten away. We used to have 14,000 ETH mined a day. We haven't had that in the near month since the merge happened. Truly incredible. And uh, Maso had this really great comment that I think I've heard elsewhere as well. And he said, capped issuance, uncapped burn. I think I heard that on Bankless, but I'm not sure. And if Maso, if you came up with that, I'm sorry, I didn't give you credit for that. But that's a really great idea of like a really, really great way of putting it is that issuance only goes up by say, I think five, a thousand ETH a day or like 2000 ETH a day or something like that. And the burn could be thousands of ETH a day, which is what we're seeing right now, like 2000 ETH a day. So even though the issuance is capped, the burn is uncapped. So a couple of days of good burning can undo literal weeks worth of, of issuance. So that's really wonderful to see that that's happening and you know, that it's working the way it is. So let's move on from there. Next we had, oh, I'm giving the shout out to denum.eth because his screen name was featured on Rocket Pool on Rocket Fuel, but um, today I'm just going to mention his name as well. So, hi, thanks for watching. <laughs> Next we have this um, comment from Kalurduran who said who links to this link on Discord here and says, "Do I get a pop for pointing out this awesome thing that you're doing? Surely otherwise would not have known." And it's a link to my post where I. Um, started the contributors thing. I said, hi everyone, I have a quick comment for those who might have missed it in today's rocket fuel. Shifrin was kind enough to design this pop below. I'll give this pop every month for people who share a story with me or tag me in the comment around the conversation that is taking place. If your contribution makes it to the following episode of Rocket Fuel, I'll give you a shout out during the episode and distribute the pop to you at the end of the month. It's my way of saying thank you for bringing key piece of information to my attention. And um, because of that, I had people like Shifrin shared links with me about Sleety's um, designs and Maso shared link with me about the new website and we also had Superdue sharing uh, information with me about uh, Ramana's um, ARB contract. So that was really great. Um, next, we have this um, information today. I, I posted an episode of Launchpad that you might not have seen. It said, today I bring you the latest episode of Launchpad, Rocket Fuel's interview series. In the episode, I interview Wanda about how we got into crypto and Rocket Fuel, the Node Operator Association, and a lot more. You can watch it here, and then there's a YouTube link where you can watch it. And please give me a retweet if you don't mind, and then there's a link to the tweet promoting that as well. So, um, I think it was a really great conversation. Like, we talked for an hour and a half, but the time just flew by. Like, it was really great to talk about um, how Wanda got into crypto, when he got into crypto, how we got into Rocket Fuel, uh, sorry, Rocket Pool, and like the amazing bet he took on Rocket Pool uh, last last summer, and how it's worked out for him really well. And um, 
yeah, and the work, all the work he's doing with um, Noah and staking his service stuff, that's absolutely fantastic. So make sure you listen to that. Um, there'll be more episodes coming soon. And I'm working on planning two right now. And a third one I'm going to be starting on planning soon as well. So there's a lot of really great stuff coming up for Launchpad. So keep that in mind. And finally, um, before this episode finished, I just wanted to give a shout out to the community members, um, to Joe and Kevster. Um, we love both of you at Rocket Fuel. And I'm, I know most of the community has nothing but positive thoughts for both of you. And I know things are a bit tough for both of you right now. So I just wanted to give a shout out to you and send love from myself and from everyone who's watching this. So if you are watching this, um, I hope and we all hope that things get easier for you guys soon and we'll always be here whenever you need us. So on that note, um, I hope you all have a, you're all having a great start to the week and um, I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.